Hello there, and welcome to Music Speaks. This is the podcast that dedicates itself to how music impacts people's lives. For this show, we usually have two co-hosts, my name, of course, being Sean Kunis. Although my friend Hunter is not here today, but in his replacement, we have our friend Mary Haddix filling in for him in this podcast right now. Mary and I believe that there are many people that have a playlist that makes their life unique through music. What does that even mean? We pride ourselves on building upon our musical knowledge with our featured guests, jamming to incredible music, talking about a wide variety of artists and composers, and everything in between. Hi, my name is Mary Haddix, and here is the quote of the day. Sometimes music is the only thing that gets your mind off of everything else. Anonymous. Today we're talking to Meredith Newman about performance anxiety and how it can affect conducting and performing and teaching. Let's get down to business. Okay, all right, and we are here again with my friend Meredith. Meredith, it is always great to talk to you. Uh, we're going to talk about some performance anxiety today. How are you? How are you ready for this conversation? Because I know that you said that you are chock full of it sometimes. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm nervous right now. Like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not really. But yeah, like anytime we have like a podcast thing or like an interview, I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. All right, so so Meredith, my first question is, um, I like asking this question to conductors because everyone gives me a different answer. Um, but when you started conducting, how did anxiety take form in your movement or your body? Well, that's interesting. I, I actually will say, and I don't know if that's gonna steer anything here, I have way less anxiety conducting than I do when I'm singing. And I always actually think that's really interesting. It's very rare that I experience anything like what I experience when I'm singing, uh, singing alone or in like a small ensemble. In a choir, not a problem. Any like exposed singing for me is like a nightmare. Um, and, uh, but conducting, very rarely. If I'm in front of, um, if I'm in front of like peers that I really respect or I feel like. It's that, it's that sense of judgment where you're like, oh my God, am I going to do as well as they let? Yeah, it's all in your head. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, it'll manifest, if it's conducting, it'll manifest as like, you know, obviously shaky hand where it's like, la, 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 la. you go, oh God. And like, you can't hold your fingers out properly because they're, they're so then I'll, I'll end up with like the claw and you just do the best you can and it's the worst. And it's actually, yeah, for me, because it happens so rarely with conducting, it's, extra bad because I'm like, oh, really? Like that's supposed to be singing only. Like what's this? Um, yeah, so I don't know if you want me to focus only on conducting or if you want to, yeah, if you throw singing in, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that well, definitely puts, puts my questions in a lot of uh, view, but yeah. I'm going to actually let Mary take the next question. So Mary, well, I was going to say, um, you know, like choral conducting your, your fingers are so exposed. So I would think that like gesture becomes, uh, you know, like I would end up focusing if, if I were like on a podium without a baton, I definitely would end up focusing here and end up with claw hands if it were me. Yeah. So I, I can understand that completely. But um, I wanted to ask you about um, the experience of conducting to a masked choir versus mm. an unmasked choir and if it has changed 
um, your ability to like walk on the podium feeling, you know, like much less anxiety because uh, for me, at least my vocal friends, they always um, like when the masks went on, they just were so upset by the fact they couldn't like see faces yeah. on everyone else. So I can't imagine what that's like on the podium. So, so this past year, I didn't conduct anything that was yeah, masked, anything in person, but just this past like couple of weeks, we started going back at the cathedral. Um, so it was an interesting experience. Like we did mostly masks, like during rehearsal and stuff. And then during the performance of the anthems, we took masks off and I actually I expected that I was going to keep it on the whole time. And I, you're right. There's so much with like the lips, the mouth, and so much expression comes from the face that it was really challenging. So I ended up taking it off. I mean, we're all vaccinated, um, but I ended up taking it off when I did the anthems. Cause okay. yeah, it's really, it's really hard. And like, you know, people have different opinions about conducting and whether or not you're supposed to mouth words or show things, but I think it's very helpful. And I think without, again, without any face. Yeah. Super difficult. Yeah, I just, um, one of my best friends, she's um, a mezzo-soprano, and so she had spoken about, because at least here in Kentucky, we have had some ensembles, we're really lucky to have had some ensembles, but um, the choral ensembles, like on UK's campus, um, have been, um, there was even, like, the Acoustacats got out and did, like, an, um, a performance in the student center at one point, but they were all still masked. Yeah. And so it was really interesting just like watching them learn, whereas like so much of your art form is the the diction and the actual like, physical enunciation and expression. Yeah. So but yeah. that's that's really interesting. So yeah. at least you and haven't that, had to do much. Yeah. Well, and, and I was I will say bringing, you know, anxiety back in here. Honestly, it was very nerve wracking to go back to conducting. Yeah, that's where we were going. <laughs> um, like. I mean, I joked to the director of music over at the cathedral, but like, it wasn't actually a joke. I was like, I guess we're going to find out if I still know how to do this. Like, it, you feel like, yeah. like, oh my God. And then you you look at what you used to do and I'm like, I stood up in front of, what? What? I did, like, how? Oh my God. And of course I had like all these nightmares. I mean, it's so funny. It's so, <laughs> the, the podium was like spinning or the podium was wonky or yeah. I mean, of course. Well, yeah. I I think that this uh, will lend itself very closely to what Sean wants to ask you now. Oh, okay. So. All right. <laughs> That's right. Um, Meredith, my next question is about um, what is a tool uh, that helps you calm down perform a performance? For me, I find that when I'm playing, I'm able to find like spots in the, the stage that I can look at. There's nobody at, and I can just kind of take a deep breath and I feel like, okay. Mm -hmm. or I can sort of just touch my fingers and that sort of helps me calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think that was, um, I think Hunter had said that that was a, a tool for him when we talked to him. Um, but what is a tool for you to help you calm down before a performance? See, I wish, I wish I had better ones. This is the problem, isn't it? <laughs> I've tried like, I've tried a lot of them. People tell you all kinds of things, you know, like mm -hmm. I try to explain to myself kind of what you were saying earlier that like, you know, this is just kind of a form of excitement that is turned on its head. So I'll try and channel that and I'll be like, you're not nervous, you're excited, Meredith. Like, that's what this is. You're, you're right, you care and you're excited. But then my brain is like, no, you're pooping your pants. I'm like, yeah, right, all right. <laughs> then I just, so then I do like the Beyonce, Beyonce approach, which is like, you know, I am 
Like I will channel, there's just somebody I know who's like a canter, who's like pretty hardcore badass and just, and I'm like, okay, I am that person. What would you, you know, like get the, you know, so I'll do that. That actually kind of helps sometimes if I like channel that sound, if I focus less on the music and more on like, that, this is for singing at least, more on the sound. Um, and frankly, if I'm getting nervous about conducting, there's not too much I, I can do. Like I, I, it doesn't tend to happen before the fact. It tends to happen right when I get up and I'm like, oh, like I said, the shaky hands. And it's always okay. like, oh, I see. Okay. And then it's more of a coping mechanism where, right, I'm like, all right, so the fingers no work. Okay, let's <laughs> back. Let's fist. Let's, you know, like whatever I have to do to make it clear for people and not look like I'm like having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you said that like your nerves over conducting, they happen like when you get on the podium, like they don't happen before normally. Maybe. Again, like it's very, I'm really lucky with that. It's very rare that I get nervous about conducting. I, um, okay. I, which, and I think a lot about that actually to try and help my singing nerves. Cause I'm like, all right, what's the difference here? Because you, you get up and you do something which most people actually would think is even scarier. I mean, if you're like, leading an entire ensemble you're you are in charge of all the music that comes out like that's scary but it does i don't know if i'm just more confident about that i think i probably am i just kind of feel i'm not sure i'm not sure maybe because my back is to an audience that actually i never thought of that oh that's an interesting take yeah for sure um someone told me once that the best part about conducting was you no longer had to look at the whites of their eyes um and so yeah. that's uh, really interesting. Right, like the people I'm looking at are, are my choir where like I have a really good rapport and like they're my team and I feel really comfortable with them and I, and I feel responsible to them. So it's less on me and more like I'm helping them make a sound mm -hmm. versus the other way when you're singing, it's like I'm, someone's looking at me and I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very different. Okay, well, um, I definitely wanted to ask, uh, you know, one more <laughs> this question um, before uh, we move on. But um, so as a very, very successful female in your field, um, do you feel that your experience has changed how you deal with and or um, work with anxiety? Do you feel like there's a certain um, air? Because you, you just mentioned, you know, there's confidence differences between, you know, conducting or performing. And maybe we stay closer to, um, if we can stick closer to conducting with this answer, that's okay. But I understand a lot of that also might have to do with, you know, your voice type and things um, as well. But um, yeah, so does your experience, um, just as like a successful female in your field that has a lot of feet in a lot of areas, does that change or has it changed? Um, like how you, has it helped my confidence like over time you mean kind of yeah or? yeah or is there anything that you think um, <laughs> you figured out a long time ago that you've always just kept as a chink in your armor or you know hmm. something like that yeah that's interesting well I will say it's developed I I started you know I'm, I'm a music ed person like that was my I have a master's in music education Me taught too. in like yeah like public schools like that's my thing middle school choir um, a lot of Choirs. And that's where I always felt most comfortable. In fact, I never felt comfortable around adults, scared the crap out of me. Um, and even high school kids were scary to me. Middle school kids, I felt like I was like, this is my jam. And 
So yeah, I do think over the years it's kind of grown. Like I, so I would get very nervous about any event where it involved adults or, cause I think that it's like a peer, it's more like peer judgment. Um, so over time when I've done, right. You, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just started to like do more things and, and be very nervous about them. But yeah, over time it gets better. And so now I feel like sometimes I do have to remind myself, I say to myself, like what you say, I'm like, Meredith, you're very experienced. You've done, you've worked with kids, you've worked with adults, you've worked with nice people, you've worked with assholes, like you've got this. So, <laughs> yeah, I would say the more certain, you know, they always say that about everything, the more you do it. But but I also think the, the more you do it, the more you can remind yourself that you've done this before, that like you've made it through, you, you've encountered challenges, figured it out and been okay. I can really appreciate that because like it often feels like I'm just inventing the wheel while I'm going, <laughs> even right. though I've done this one thing like several times over. Yeah. And, um, I, I, um, my undergrad is in education and my okay. dad was a band director for a really long time. So like at music ed is a lot of what I am, even though I'm going to get my doctorate. So right. it, it's, um, a really big deal for me too. So I can completely understand that like, it's like the yes. armor just kind of builds over what's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like if what we you keep said. telling ourselves. Yeah. I do. I do a lot of like, um, or at least pre pandemic, did a lot of like middle school festival choirs, like, oh, yeah, regionals and that stuff. Um, and again, literally every time before it, I'm a nervous ninny and I'm like, you've done this. You've like, you literally, <laughs> and like, this is your thing and you're great at this. And I, and I'm like, how do I start? Well, how do I get them quiet? I don't know. I don't remember. And like, it's so ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. Yeah. And the people around me are like, will you calm down? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'll get in the car. Oh, my <laughs> God. And like, I show up, I don't talk to anyone like a crazy, like a crazy. I just don't talk to anyone. And I'm, I'm like in the bathroom, like, <gasps> and then I like, I stand in front of them. And then as soon as I start, it just happens. And you're like, oh, right. Okay. Like, right. Big deal. Anyway. <laughs> That's really interesting. So you're saying that your anxiety over like teaching it it's completely a hundred percent up until the podium, and then uh, <laughs> but if, yeah, it's it's really funny because you say like as a conductor that there's nothing until you get on the podium sometimes, and so I I definitely think that I focus on um, or not focus, but for me it's always before it's always yeah. before. Yeah, Always. <laughs> as soon as you open your mouth, there's like more important stuff to be done. And so you're, it's almost like you, your instinct takes over and then yeah. suddenly you're in it and you're in the flow and it's great. You, you're not thinking, great. so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Meredith, my next question revolves around releasing anxiety because there is a sensation that you might have when after you finish something, there, there might be a rush of energy or rush of feelings um after you conduct something kind of moving or something fast or something kind of furious like um adiemus as we talked about last time yeah how do you how do you feel like what is the how does it feel to release all that anxiety or energy or um emotion oh i usually feel great i feel great <laughs> it's always like yeah well yeah right like Something like Adi, like I did the whole the whole big mama thing, you know, like <laughs> I wasn't like, not that I was like particularly anxious during the performance, but you know, when you have big like multi-movement things, there, there's also like logistical stuff that your brain is like, okay, and this soloist goes here, okay, next movement. So you're right, it kind of like builds up 
versus like a, a one-off piece and then it's over and you sit down. So like, right, when at the end of all of that, even even the applause and the thing, you're still nervous because you're like, all right, got to get these people off the stage. Thank you very much. Oh my God. And then, right, as soon as it's over, then it's like, oh my God, it's like a huge, <laughs> like, huge relief. You don't know what just happened. You're right. And you feel like, <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. It's a great feeling though. I used to love like, <laughs> when I taught in school, I used to love getting in the car and like right away listening, they used to have CDs, you know, they'd make a CD and hand it to me. I'd listen right away. I'd be so excited to hear how they did. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I know our listeners can't see what we're doing, but I love the jellyfish movement that you had going on. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was kind of funny. Um, uh, Meredith, we're going to take a quick break, uh, sponsored by our friends at Anchor. And if you would like to follow us on social media, of course you can, because we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and the YouTube. On Twitter, we are at MusicSpeaks underscore pod. On Instagram, we are MusicSpeaks underscore podcast. On Facebook, we are just Music Speaks Podcast. On TikTok, we are at Music Speaks underscore podcast. And on the YouTube, we, of course, we are Music Speaks Podcast. Meredith, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. We were talking about performance anxiety, and earlier we were talking about conducting, and it got into a lot of other places. And so now we're going to focus more on like performing and teaching, um, some rehearsing as well. So I'd like to start. Um, could you possibly? Could you just describe how you might counsel um, one of your, let's say, a, a middle school student that came to a festival choir, um, someone who's experiencing stage fright for that first solo they got in like sixth grade because oh, they yeah. were at the festival choir because their parents wanted them to go. So um, from the point where like they like you've given them the solo and like they, their immediate thought is, oh, no. So how would yeah. you counsel that student from then until performance? That's interesting. <laughs> I, think, um, I think because I have um, so much performance anxiety myself when I sing, I, I have a lot more understanding of what it's like for other, like for kids who have it. And so, I mean, even before that moment, like generally, like if I'm doing a festival choir or really any choir, like generally the, the vibe and the atmosphere is very, very comfortable. And it's not any kind of like crazy manipulation I'm doing. I think it's just, again, because I'm, I know what it's like. I'm just so straightforward and direct. And like, I think they feel comfortable. They feel like they're in a place where like they can be honest. And so if, I mean, if it got to that point and they were still nervous about it, I usually, yeah, I usually just tell them, isn't it the worst? I'll be like, yeah, it's the worst. I'm sorry. It's the worst, you know? And that, that actually kind of helps a lot, I think, because I think a lot of people try and, they almost try and just dis not dismiss the anxiety, but like talk it away or ignore you, it. <laughs> yeah, like there. oh, you got. And sometimes you don't got it. Like you know, and I'm like, oh, are you having a meltdown? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that that is the worst. Like, well, see what you can do, and don't worry. Just so you know, I can't tell. Or sometimes I'll be like, well, you sound like a nervous wreck, yeah, and then they'll laugh, and then it's okay. <laughs> like because they know I'll be honest. I don't know. So my approach probably is different than maybe other people's, but. I am always, I'm a very honest person. And I love it. I think, yeah, I personally, because like uh, for me, I try to be really human with my students, um, which has been easier during a pandemic than I ever thought. Yeah. But um, yeah. my students are extremely accepting also. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting to, to hear you say that because, yeah, a lot of people will dismiss the idea, especially the longer, the younger you go. 
Um, And I've even had some teachers that are like, oh, it's not even there. Like, try not to even acknowledge it. Um, But like, I can't do that. Like, I know you probably can't do that. So like, here we are. (laughs) Right. And like, sometimes I'll even, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I think it just comes from me, right. From so many people telling me like, oh, the more you do it and oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm 37 years old. And last weekend I got up to sing in a quartet and again, practically pooped my pants. And I was like, oh, that's still there. Okay. (laughs) So like, I feel like with kids sometimes, and it's not that it'll always be there. I still have hope, but like, you know, like if a kid's super nervous, sometimes I'll be like, do you not want to do that? Or like, do you want to do it with like a partner? I don't know. For me also, um, the final product, I'm, I'm very into this. The final product is not the most important thing. I'm very, I'm very into the experience here. We only go around the, the world once, you know, you only live once and I just want it to be a positive experience. I want music to feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, then let's not do it. Like if you're a nervous wreck and this is giving you palpitations, well, that's not good. So I'll say, do you want, do you want to do it in a small group or like, what do you want to do? And they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do a small group. Great. Done. Mm-hmm. Because what, yeah. I'm doing open heart surgery here. We're just singing <laughs> new music. Like it's fine. I don't know. That's not how I feel. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. My um, my aunt is an elementary school music teacher, and she does like the honors choirs and stuff. And actually, mm-hmm. we have a um, um, here in Madison County, we have a an honor choir that's named after my dad. And so, like, mm-hmm. I've actually like been behind the scenes for a few of them and really yeah. watched and talked to um, like featured directors right before they go on or like watched. Yeah. And so it's really interesting just hearing you talk because I can I can imagine you like in front of a group of kids, and I would just um, it's just a very big, good sight for me. Um, I just love, <laughs> I love education. And so the fact that you're like, yeah, if, if music isn't going to be fun, because that's the whole point of like younger education like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I completely agree. So, yeah. But, yeah. So um, I think Sean, did you have another question? I did. I have another question about a question that Meredith even answered. Um, before this so my my, my question meredith, <laughs> is a, no, it's okay um meredith my question is about adult versus kids because you said that you feel more comfortable working with kids versus working with adults but can you talk a little bit more about how the talk about the anxiety level and 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 how it manifests itself between those those two forms yeah. of people well and i was actually wondering if i could also talk about the anxiety coming from adults versus from kids is that yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. like because I, w- I was just thinking what mary was asking about you know like how would you coach soloist because i i find the same kind of anxiety in adults even if they've had a bad experience with a piece if there's an exposed line like again I, i'm an alto and i know what it's like when like a choral writer doesn't understand what altos can and can't do like we're the violas of the <laughs> just that's it it's just that's the sound you can't so like I, I and I know I have it myself there are certain lines and the and conductors will look at you and be like it's flat altos and you're like yeah no shit <laughs> like, that's right because you wrote a terrible note for me but um no. I found that I have to kind of undo years of like negative both self-talk and previous conductor talk because there are these entrances that can be nerve-wracking for even adults even professionals if they've had a bad experience with it or if they've been told like no you know I don't know so I I did want to say that like it's something that anybody can experience even adults and that as a conductor it's kind of my job to make them comfortable with it and to say like I know this is hard I know this is scary 
but just know that for me, you do what you've got to do to kind of work through it and do the best you can on it. And I find that it really helps. Like they're like, okay, she knows, like she knows we're doing our best. Right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like, and then in terms of personal anxiety in front of adults versus kids, um, I've definitely gotten better with that because now I conduct an adult choir and like you have to get, you know, be okay with it. Um, but the difference would probably be, well, and this probably is more just with, with me and my own issues of like feeling, where do you feel like you belong? Where do you, where do I feel like it's okay? You know, I, for whatever reason in front of middle schoolers, I feel like I belong. Like I'm part of the tribe. Like I just know that's my, and I know that anything I do will be okay because that's how I feel about that. I don't know. It just clicks in front of adults. I always, I always say kids, People always say like, oh, middle schoolers are so judgmental. They're, you know, they're, they're the worst and they'll, they're so mean and they're so rotten. I actually think that middle schoolers, they are judgmental, but they're judging on some pretty, like, it, it comes out in stupid ways. Like, you know, like, I don't like, <laughs> but the truth is they're like, in a really good way, they're like dogs where like a dog can tell if you're like with it yeah. or not, if you're good or not they can smell it a mile away. Mm -hmm. If you're not, if you are not being straight with them, if you are being deceitful in some way or you're not, then that's it, They're, you're done. But if they can smell that you are honest and good, <laughs> they're not gonna bother you. I actually feel like adults are a little bit different. They judge you on really stupid stuff. They actually legitimately, I think, seem to be judging you on how you look. Like they'll. They judge, you know, like, oh, that person must be, they're very professionally dressed. They must know what they're doing. I, I've heard it. I mean, they, so I, I tend to feel nervous around adults because I can tell that they they can't see, they can't see through. I, I, at least that's the feeling I get. So I get that the, I feel that the adults are looking at superficial things and that middle schoolers, they know, like, okay. I don't know. But this all, again, this could also be why I'm in therapy. These are... <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I'm loving this, but also I'm in therapy. <laughs> but but yeah, just, like yeah. middle schoolers, man, they can they can smell it. You're totally oh, right. And they're right. They're right. I'm always like, yeah, give them like give them hell. They're not like because they're not. I don't know. And I I hate that. I hate when people aren't cards on the table with me, direct, straight, honest. I really hate it. So I think that's why I get along with the middle schoolers. Um, but yeah, I do, I just have always sensed that in once people become adults, they tend to forget what they're really looking for. They they tend to look at superficial things. Um, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> we're, getting we're getting deep on this podcast today. Um, yeah, uh, Mary. Uh, yeah, there was there was one thing I was gonna tag to Sean's question because one thing he had asked was like, do you feel tenser working with a professional choir? Um, and so I guess what you were saying is like adults are more concerned with maybe some odder things or like more by the book things. Mm. Um, but do you feel a difference like in the, I mean, I'm sure you feel a difference in the atmosphere, um, but maybe just like your own bubble of it. Do you try to change anything um, outwardly? Like when you work with adults in that sense? Yeah, well, I mean, I would say Adults are generally more afraid to try new things, to let go of, of their old, you know, so I definitely have to take a, a a more careful and cautious approach with adults than I tend to with middle, middle schoolers will like follow me off a cliff and adults aren't sure. 
And so I have to kind of, right, I can't be as bold I, and I can't because some, some people will get upset and it'll actually cause anxiety in them. That's so true. it is tricky. I do feel like sometimes I'm, I'm like, so, you know, right. I'll, I'll kind of like couch things in, you know, like, well, you know, let's try, let's just try it. Let's see how that, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas maybe with a middle school group, I'd be like, oh my God, let's try this crazy thing. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, definitely. And so that does make me feel like a little bit more tense personally, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, it's not quite walking on eggshells. It's really not that bad, but I am, I am kind of taking more of that into consideration. So yeah, and even body language wise, I have to remind myself to like relax and, and but yeah, definitely. Okay, well, let's let's shift gears a little bit and talk about um, so singing <laughs> a little bit more. So um, oh, is there a certain type of music or style that you feel most comfortable singing? Is there a type that really, you know, makes you scared like weeks ahead? Um, give us both ends of the spectrum. For like singing and or conducting, like either. Uh, let's let's maybe stick to singing for now, okay. and then if you want to, you know, add tag on, okay. that's in too. Cool. Well, yeah. For sing <laughs> for singing, I am an alto. I'm a super low alto, and I'm also like, I mean, I can sing, but I'm not. I'm not like a singer, singer. You know, I'm not like deeply trained. I you know, I do the best I can, but I'm not not my thing. So anything that's like <laughs> anything with exposed sections, mm -hmm. like. Oh God, like just an exposed alto line it gives me like an absolute heart attack. And it's it's like the two worst places would be like right at the beginning of the piece. Like I keep thinking what I just sang last weekend, the Durafle, Ubi Caritas, like kill me now. I can't because it oh, right away opens with altos all on their own. And I have a meltdown. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. Or, or like if it's something like in the middle of the piece and I know it's coming, then I'm a nervous wreck the whole first half of the piece until it comes. And then I can't sing the rest of the piece because I'm like, oh, my God, that was awful. Oh, my God, that was awful. Um, yeah. So anytime it's exposed, I'm great when it's like in the fabric, um, pieces where you can sing out a little bit. Anything where it's right, got to be like super delicate or, um, again, that exposed straight tone kind of sound is very scary for me personally. Is there a language that you feel more comfortable singing without? Let's let's like not put English on the spectrum. But is yeah. there a language that produces more anxiety for you? No, I'm not. I'm pretty comfortable with the language part of it. For me, mm -hmm. yeah, for me, it's less of like the music itself, like the language, the style even, and more, yeah, honestly, more just being exposed. Anything where it's not, there isn't yeah. a tight knit fabric around me that I can find my place in. Yeah, I just I can't speak straight. So for me, like vocalists are just like kind of God somewhat because I can't <laughs> speak English most days, let alone Italian or German or anything. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, that that makes a lot of sense though. And I guess the yeah. same thing happens with conducting. Like any, for, it's just probably a personality thing too. Like I'm really great with like things that are like energetic, fast, hard. Like yeah, done, done. But um, and and also early music because I just love it. And I have a knack for it. But things that are more um, romantic in nature, like romantic music, I'm much less comfortable. Uh, long extended crescendos get me very nervous. My left hand, I'm like, oh God, I don't know where else I can go with this. I don't, I find long extended passages very hard personally. And again, it does feel kind of exposed. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> sustained. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like it actually has to do with like my frame a little bit too. Cause I, I'm kind of small, um, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm five foot six, but like, even then, like taking up the weighted space that some romantic music calls yeah. for, I feel like I just can't be that big. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like a five foot two imp and like, right. I feel like I'm, romantic. <laughs> I'm like, ah! you know, like, it's just ridiculous. Like a hamster conducting Bruckner. That's what I feel like. So bad. <laughs> I, don't really I was going to try to describe the gesture you just did, but you did perfectly. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, okay. Well, um, Sean, you want to ask about <laughs> teaching? That's right. Sure. Uh, Meredith, my next question is about teaching. Um, and I wrote down teaching can be a stressful job in many ways. Um, but what gives you the most anxiety as a teacher and how do you manage that stress? Well, this is telling. This is like a therapy session. Oh my goodness. Well, so Good. teaching does not stress me out at oh. all. Okay. I I love and like I'm I'm probably not to it's probably why I'm good at it. Like I do not get thrown by changes in plan, having no plan, uh last minute anything. Like it doesn't throw me, it doesn't bother me, it doesn't give me stress at all. Uh so like teaching itself, but I'll tell you when I'm nervous, whenever I have been observed by it typically by like an administrator or you have to get your, you know, like teacher eval or whatever. Someone has to come in and then you talk about, there it is again. It's like an adult in the room and I lose my cool. And like, I, I once had a kid, like, I don't know. He was, I mean, he was a pain in the ass, but he's, he's, you know, he's fine. Whatever. I like, <laughs> pain in the ass. but he, you know, he was being a pain, but I responded in a much more traditional teacherly way to it than I usually would. Um, <laughs> he looked at, I was being observed and he looked at me, he was like, what's your problem? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm in this because I'm being observed. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> so like, I never forgot that, that. That even this like kid was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, no, no, I don't know. What is wrong? I hate this. I was like, I'm so sorry. Ah. So that then, that is when I get nervous is when I'm being observed, probably because in my head, I'm like, oh, this adult is judging and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel like there's a lot. I think there's a lot going in through my mind right now, but I feel like I do want to get to Mary's last oh, question okay. of the segment. Uh, Mary, take it away. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, um, I just wanted to know your secret as to how you juggle so many things, um, and yeah, for me, like every everything you're saying about like feeling really comfortable with with your younger students is something that I definitely have felt um and so when I try to teach like peers um like I I have a student right now who's like 24th you're younger than mm -hmm. me and um the uh the way that I teach them it doesn't feel like I teach to like my beginning beginning students or like yeah. my high schoolers right now so it's I don't know if it's me doing something, but um, I, I guess, could you just give us like a bottom line? Like what's your secret to like getting up the next day and still being you? Like, Do you do like a, a meditation or um, you are mean you like, always thinking forwards? You mean what's the secret to like not getting nervous about it, about the teaching or about? Uh, sorry, I, I guess, yeah, yeah let's, let's, um, let's stay within, Sorry, because I definitely wrote like what keeps you sane, you know, uh, things like that. But I'm trying to figure out a way to bring it back to performance anxiety because it, it does have to do with that. 
like, like, because yeah, I think I know what you mean. And sometimes it'll actually be in the midst of it if I feel like I'm yeah, drifting far from myself. And I'll, I'll try and like, honestly, I'll do like a little. I, I, I call it like elf dance, you know. And I'm, I'll be like, like a <laughs> so I'll do that to myself, like in front of adults sometimes, just to remind myself, like it doesn't matter, Meredith, and who cares? Just be a wackadoodle. Like I really will. So like, yeah, I've done that. Or like, I'll, yeah, I, I literally will just do like a crazy dance. And then they just look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Cause I am good. Great. Found myself again. So I don't know if that's <laughs> kind of what you mean, but. I, actually, yeah, that's like a, that's a really yeah. good way to say it. Could you expand a little bit on um, like, uh, yeah, you found myself. Is that uh, because like they've identified you like now they've, seen you you think or is that <laughs> um, like a you thing like no you said I think it's you. a me thing like I'll hear myself get drift into that that example with the student is something I keep in my mind all the time I hear his voice in my head being like what's wrong with you and then I'm like yeah Meredith what's wrong with you you're like you do you like what I do regularly I have to remind myself what you like the weirdo that you are is exactly why you are successful where you're successful it's because you're offering the best you have to offer. And like, so I, I, that's what I say to myself. And then I do a stupid dance because I realize that that's what I have to offer is that I'm an absolute wackadoodle, you know? And like, you know, everyone has their thing. And like, you know, there are certain things that I'm not gonna be good at. Maybe I'm not better with adult, you know, whatever, whatever. But I just have to be me and do me and whatever sticks, sticks. Uh, so yeah, that that's what I have to remind myself to get more connected with what makes me what like what do i have to offer this world i yeah. love that yeah so uh we always focus on like the individual we talk about anxiety and like getting past it and so you just yeah. have to be really comfortable and just do you so yeah um i love that so um i'm sensing a time where you know i think it's time to take a break so we're going to take a break sponsored by our friends at anchor and if you would like to support this podcast please go to anchor.com and search music speaks podcast to find ways to reach out to us and you will find our social media and ways that you can contribute to this podcast when we come back i'm going to test meredith on her choral literature so Stay with us and we will be right back. That is Ball talking about performance anxiety and, um, you know, how she just does it all. So here we're going to listen to five different choral pieces and me being uh, an instrumentalist. Please do not <laughs> judge me for my choices, but um, it's just going to be pen drops. Some will start at the beginning, some won't. Um, but as soon as you know it, um, feel free oh. to say it. All right. We'll give it a go. <laughs> Yeah, and if um, I'll give you some time, and if you need an extra like block of time, just let me know. So let's see, this should work. Here's the first one. You want me to say? Sure. Yeah, this is I know. This is Vivaldi, Gloria. <laughs> right. yeah. This is such a good one. We'll listen okay. to voices. It is. <laughs> let them come in. Oh, maybe. I gotta hear the first chord. That's all. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that one I couldn't uh, not put on here. I think that was yeah. Sean's idea. <laughs> no, good. Well, one for one so far. Oh let's let's pull up another. I know. One. Is this to test my anxiety? Are we testing anxiety <laughs> right now? No, definitely not. <laughs> all right. So here's the second one. <laughs> This one might take a little bit. 
No idea. Um, so this, let's see. I'll let you listen to the beginning one more time. See if you can maybe catch the title. Let's see. I'll put it a little closer. Yeah, is, is it coming through okay? It's okay. I can't really hear the words, but it's okay. Uh, okay. Well, we'll That's all right. Just this one more time. We'll see. So this is um, Peace I Leave With You by Amy Beach. Oh, okay, I don't know it. No, it's okay, it's actually a really pretty little piece, um, but um, I definitely wanted, you know, some sort of female name on here. Um, and then Sean showed me, um, it's not on the quiz, but he showed me um, Panda Chant um, oh, <laughs> when I was trying to figure this out. And that is the coolest thing, so, you know, uh, but, uh, Amy Beach is one of the names that I know more so as an instrumentalist anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. But there's that one. Let's see. Let's do this one. So hopefully no ad. Oh, there is an ad. Okay. Okay, there are two ads. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear these. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Allegri. Yeah, this is right. the Allegri. Um, Gina Peace, I'm sure you know. Miserere, yeah. Yeah, so is it Miserere? And it's not Miserere, me? Oh, I guess it could be. I guess it's Miserere. I've only ever pieces, heard Miserere. Yeah, pieces from that time period, they didn't They didn't really have make a big deal out of titles. It was really just like the first word or phrase. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we yeah. had to put that one on here because um, Sean and I took a quiz. Uh, it was the quiz that we get. Was it Ricardo? Yeah, I think so. But we took the quiz. It's like, what um, piece of classical music are you? And so Sean was like, I'm Miserere. And then I took it. I'm Miserere. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, you got to hear Miserere today That's because funny. of that. Okay. So three for, well, two for three. Yeah. <laughs> weird. All right. Um, let's see. I'm gonna get. Let's do. Okay. I'm just gonna pin drop somewhere in this one. All right. I might have to find a second spot. Interesting. Sounds like Bernstein. Is that okay? Yeah, this is okay. two Chester songs. Phew. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, um, I, I definitely started in a bad spot technically, but yeah, good job. Um, I I love that piece. Um, it's so neat. We did a transcription of that when I was in undergrad. Oh wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, because there are no horn parts on it. Horn player. Um, 
in, in the original, but um, my band director, he wrote two horn parts into it, and it, it was a wind ensemble with, um, I think we did it with four singers. Okay. So, but it, it was really neat. So, and then let's see, last one. Um, okay. Is there an ad? There is not an ad. Okay. So. Let me see if I Okay, here we go. Last one. It's uh... <laughs> That's one of my favorite hymns. Is it? Like, yeah, this is like a, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whose arrangement this is, but yeah, the Bible for me. But it's abide with me, but that's um the Hogan arrangement. Just oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, good job. Four or five. Ooh, oh my God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about the Amy Beach, but I wanted something no. on there that I kind of knew. I don't know. You know, everyone knows different kinds of music. Like and I actually know a surprising I don't know a lot of major works because it's just not my again, I'm into like early music, so I know less uh, fewer major works than you would think. <laughs> So, yeah, and I actually, in my Baroque and like early, early music knowledge is kind of small. So I didn't yeah. really want to go pick a bunch from. Yeah. yeah. So, no, great. So, cool. Yeah. Well, good job. You know, four or five. Uh, not bad. Not bad. I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> well, it's been uh, wonderful having you on our podcast, uh, Meredith. John, you want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, Meredith, it is always great to talk to you about anything. Um, so. Yay. We're going to have you back at some point um, and uh, stay safe and hopefully we'll see you soon. All um, right. Yeah. Take care. And thank you for being here again. Thank you for having me again. I love it. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Meredith. And my name is Sean Kunis, and we'll see you next time. Keep listening to what you love.